Welcome to Buffy the Vampire Strayer, where three Australians talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, episode by episode. I'm Chris. I'm Mabel. And I'm Megan, and today we are discussing season four, episode four, Fear Itself. Mm. Halloween episode. Yeah. Halloween! Timely, uh, Halloween because episodes. actually we've just had Halloween here. Yeah, we have. Yeah. how behind schedule we yeah, are. It will yeah, show I'm sure by the time it's released it'll be like Christmas. <laughs> yeah. but. Oh, I mean, probably even in the new year. Yeah, Merry yeah. Christmas listeners, happy 2023. <laughs> what are your New Year's resolutions? <laughs> <laughs> feels so far away. Hopefully the world has not completely gone to shit in the next oh, few months. God. Well, <laughs> hopefully. Let's not. Yeah. Was it ever good? Was it ever good? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like um, there was a sweet spot in the middle there. Yeah. Um, a, a Halloween episode's a thing in Buffy because yeah. the last Halloween episode was awesome, and this one was yeah, very, yeah. very good Halloween as well. Episodes are definitely a yeah. Thing. It's like yeah. The Simpsons, you know, the Halloween episodes are always Horror. the good ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do and you guys we, like, rewatch them on Halloween? No. Oh. Not especially. I mean, I, I don't particularly have Halloween traditions, but... Uh, yeah, no. plus sure. there's like a bunch of Halloween episodes. I'm I more inclined to watch Hocus Pocus on Halloween. Oh my God, I love Hocus uh, Pocus so much. I haven't I, seen the second one yet. Neither really have I. But like, <laughs> oh, I love Hocus Pocus so much. Well, the second one like popped off. There'll probably be a third one now. You know, yeah. Be, yeah. Everything um, I love this episode. Yeah, same. Great. I was, like, it, it was great. I think I always... I don't know. I think occasionally... When I watch one of the earlier Halloween episodes, I'm always like expecting it to be this one, and then I'm mm. like, "Oh yeah, that's not till season four, mm-hmm. which makes a lot of sense." But um, mm. but I, yeah, right. I think I think I like last one of them. I was like, "Oh, I can't wait till Fear Itself instead." Yes. <laughs> well, let's get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Fear Itself was written by David Fury, well-known, well-known, and directed by Tucker Gates, who I don't know. Cool. (laughs) Um, House of Horrors. Buffy reluctantly agrees to join Willow, Oz, and Xander at a Halloween party where they stumble into a real-life House of Horrors masquerading as an innocuous fraternity. Meanwhile, Giles is called upon to help out the college crowd when all he wants to do is get into the spirit of the holiday. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Charles is great this episode. I'm all he about is fantastic. Charles. He's fantastic every episode. Who are we yeah. kidding? Um, it was a real realization for me when I was like, oh my God, it's an actual haunted house. Like, yeah. it's an actual. Like, it yeah, is, they it's played the on the haunted house. Yeah. 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 Real penny drop. Yeah. yeah. I do love how we keep having. Because it's. Because, like, Halloween's dead night, right? Like, all the actual monsters and demons don't do anything. So we always have this thing where, like, Buffy's expecting to have a slow night, but then, like, something happens. So, look, I have a question about how everybody feels about this particular <laughs> plot line love in it. Buffy. Love it. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, does is it. Why would I demons am, find Halloween crass? Like, I what? have no idea. <laughs> like, especially, like, all deep. Like, I don't know. Like, Oh, especially all these like new vampires that just pop out of the ground, right? Like, why yeah. would they care? <laughs> they wouldn't care. <laughs> Honestly, it's a weird. Uh, I mean, I'm fine. Whatever. I get it. It's a good. All right. Yeah. I think it strikes true. You know, it's, it's just like, like everyone's huge. dressing up like me. It's offensive. So the so just because I've thrown the question out there, here's my answer. Right. <laughs> um. So on Halloween, everyone is out and about, right? Yeah. Mm. So it's actually harder to like attack somebody unseen. 
So mm. that's maybe why they don't like Halloween. I think there's a myriad of reasons. Sure. I don't know. I think it'd be easier because everyone's out and about. Because you blend in because everyone's already dressed up. And then you True. just like swipe somebody into the... Yeah. There's a lot more kids. I guess they don't really kill many kids. Like, do they? Is that a thing? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah. We never see kids dead, but that's because, no. you know, no show goes there. Not even The Walking Dead did a zombie baby. <laughs> well, I, maybe they did eventually, but I stopped watching. I think there was, like, isn't there, like, in the, in the first episode, like, a zombie infant or something? Like, isn't that, like, a really iconic... And she's, like, wearing, like, bunny shoes or something? Oh, I'm not familiar with the show. Yes, yeah, so, you're right. There is very early on. But I mean, like, a baby baby is what I mean. Like, she, sure. was, she was, like, four or five. Not even. Yeah. yeah. They're annoying at four and five. Trust me. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. <laughs> um, cool. All right. So we open on Xander's basement. We're getting more basement time yeah. these days. A lot more basement time. Yeah. Right? That's 70 show. It's kind of the new it's library. It's a cool basement. It like, is a cool basement. I would live there. Yeah. 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 It's very cool. Yeah. Carving ja- jack-o'-lanterns as uh, Americans uh, are into. is it, it seems to be a thing. Like yeah. We don't really do that here. No, but like the stores still always sell like carving pumpkins. And I I'm know. I'm so curious, well, like who's buying them? You say always, but I feel like it's only been the last three or four years that they've yeah, started selling yeah. carving pumpkins. Yeah, like yeah. So I reckon for our... 2022 Halloween was the biggest Halloween yeah. ever. Yeah. I don't know if you guys agree, and but I, like, think... I found more people dressing up, more people trick-or-treating. Yeah, I think it's two things. I think obviously like any opportunity right now to get out of the house because we're all fucking sick of our houses. Mm. Yeah. Um, but also it just has been slowly building. So for those American listeners, uh, Halloween has just never been a thing in Australia. In fact... Apologies, American listeners, but a lot of people have always been like, oh, such an American holiday. Yeah. Except that it's not. It's much, the, the, the history of Halloween goes much, back much further than that. But, yeah, it's never been a thing in, in Australia, except for recently it has exploded, and I am totally here for it because I love any opportunity to dress up. I think that's what it is. I think boomers just hate it and hate the Americanization yes. yeah, of it and hate and now, I like dress the, up bed. Yeah, now this new generation of parents and their kids are like all I mean, about dressing literally. up and trick-or-treating. Boomers hated it when they were parents, but I've got to tell you, I know a lot of boomers who love it now, <laughs> one of which is my mother. She is all <laughs> about it. She loves it. Like, this year, she was dressed as a witch, and every single kid that came to the door, she was like, <laughs> have some candy. So she I was love it. She was love child. it. She was child, 100%. <laughs> it was so great. She was having the best time. I loved it. Amazing. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, so they're uh, mangy, making plans for Halloween. Buffy is still not over Parker. I mean, Ugh, seriously, I this guy. I find it so annoying. The whole, Me like, too. post-Parker depression thing in Buffy, like, I hate. I hate all these bits where we have to watch yeah. Buffy. Good. He's gone. Parker. He's yes. gone. This, is, this, is, a, this is a treat. Gone. Yeah. yeah. We're yeah. celebrating. Yeah. I do really enjoy Buffy saying that she's happily vacationing in the land of not coping. That just felt like... It's weird. I had a couple of moments this episode where I was like... I was fully like... You know, I remember watching this episode when I was having moments of bad breakups or whatever and just like being really crying a lot. And I got a bit teary watching this episode in a couple of um, scenes because I really got it. I got it. And I felt like happily vacationing in the land of not coping is a phrase that I feel like I could use right now and often. Yeah, it is a good one. I'm relating to that one. (laughs) It's a nice little yeah turn of phrase. It's good. It's good. So yeah, they're going to go to some frat party. They've decided. Um, Buffy leaves early and (laughs) smacks smacks a teenager in the face. I thought it was real. I thought it was a real demon. (laughs) The first punch was like oh. It was good. Um, so they're back at college the next day and there's this cute little scene. Honestly, Wiz, Willow and Oz right now, are they not the cutest couple in the world? Right now and forever. 
right as as now and forever. Hashtag, uh, hashtag Willow and Oz forever. So is Willow just becoming a witch? Is that just happening? It's totally happening. Seems you're you're like seeing it. it happening before your eyes. I, I guess it. they sort of are trying to get her to pick a lane, right? Like moving away from the tech stuff, which may or may mm. not come back more, but like she's sort of choosing her... Ca- that's what's. I mean, that was is, high right? school Willow. That was high yeah. school Willow. College is where you like, was you know, high school you Willow. redefine yourself. You choose your passion. You start going down your... your you experiment. Witchery, pe- your witchery major. This is so funny, like... I don't know, like, I guess that makes sense. Like, a witch just sort of studies how to become a witch. But, like, I, don't, I feel like I have to be bitten by a witch or something to become a witch. Like, you know? <laughs> I feel like we're missing some crucial step here. Yeah. Really I mean, I think... Witch. So, what I think is that perhaps she always had this innate power in her that not everybody has, but it just so happened that she started dabbling. Or, mm. you know, maybe because, like, you know, when she did that spell all that time ago, she, like, that gypsy channeled inside her and, mm. you know, maybe left behind a little, a little bit of power or whatever. But either way, she has this power now and she's exploring what it means, you know, which is interesting. She is the Hermione of the group. You yeah. Know. yeah. <coughs> she's a mudblood. She's a mudblood. She's a mudblood, yeah. 100%. Um, but it's very interesting that Oz is quite concerned about it. You know, he seems a little bit worried for her. Um, Because of all his own struggles with being a werewolf. I know. That was a beautiful little scene. That's a a cute little insight into Oz and how he struggles with being a werewolf. Because it's very, like, behind the scenes usually, right? Like, ever since we had the episode where we, like, he becomes a werewolf, we kind of get that, like, he gets chained up on full moons and stuff, but it very much happens in the background and seems like a non-issue. Like, Mm. he's just living life as a werewolf now. No problems. Yeah. Mm. Yep. It's true. Yeah, it would it's become nice that way though. You know, you just mm. you just get used to stuff. You just adapt, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So Buffy decides she's going to have to uh, patrol on Halloween night because basically she just wants to have an excuse to not party. Yeah. Um, and so she goes to see Giles, <laughs> assuming that he will help her with this. He does not care about Halloween. He just he just he is busy. <laughs> He's so busy. <laughs> Incredible hard cut. It's a. Uh, Happy Halloween! Halloween. It's such a gif. It's like... Yeah, it's beautiful. (laughs) Now, I'm going to call this out now because I've never noticed this little juxtaposition before, but just in this moment, and I'll come back to it, but just... talking about the sombrero? No. Is that where we're going? (laughs) Yeah. But just in this moment, he he pulls on his little Frankenstein and he goes, it's alive! In a silly, funny voice, right? We'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. All right. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. We'll come back to it this episode or are we talking like in two seasons time? No, no, we'll come back to it this episode. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Later on this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh my God. There's got to be so many things that I've spoken about in previous episodes where I've been like, oh, we'll come back to this when we get to that episode. And I've just forgotten. So I apologize to all our listeners if I have. I made a note. I made a note of something that we actually said we'd call back to in this yes. episode. So oh. when, when we get to it, I actually have a note from, from season three, episode seven, Revelations, where we were yeah. like, when we get to this episode, we're going to talk about this. Mabel, I'm excited for your note taking. Thank you. Uh, so That's basically big. Buffy has to go to a party because Giles says, you know, as per usual, apparently demons <laughs> don't care about Halloween. Don't come out on Halloween. Um... So we uh, we go to the frat house that's getting ready for the Halloween party. Mm. It's the safest a frat house has ever been, to be honest, this episode. <laughs> really. So, that's <laughs> a good amazing. point. My God, oh, yeah. that's terrifying. Yeah. So they're really gross and they're super yuck about women. Oh. I have a quick question. Why is Arbor Day the only day that you aren't hitting on women? <laughs> I also have a question that I wrote down. What is Arbor Day? <laughs> 
I just looked it up. It's a tree planting day. Because I understand. I was like, tree day, cool. Um, it's a tree yeah. planting day. Yeah. yeah, it is a day when everybody gets together and plants trees. And you can't hit on women that day. Is and it you can't like, hit on women that is day. Is there Too any busy. sort of like reflective cause? Like Celebrated in all 50 states. The most common date for the state ah. observance is the last Friday in April. And they don't hit on women on Arbor Day. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. The, the guy that says Arbor Day. Mm. You guys notice anything about him? You guys have seen this a few times. Uh-huh. He, he definitely has a wig. He <laughs> definitely 1,000% is wearing a wig. Which is the guy that says Arbor Day? Is he the one? Is he Josh? Is he the one that gets gets his? He neck? keeps coming back. Yeah, yeah, he the main gets his guy. neck. Yeah, look, I'm I'm I was tossing up. I have one two. bajillion percent. Well, I have first two. shot. I'm like, oh, maybe. Second shot, I'm like, definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I reckon they he's bald. They cast him as a bald guy. He rocks up on the day, and they're like, no, we can't use a bald guy. He's too. He's gonna be young. He's gonna play him young. He's gonna be a frat guy. And they give him a wig. I reckon I'd, that's what happened. I'd love to tell you more, except that there's no photos of him on IMDb because he oh. ceased to exist. And in 2018, he's just got he's he's got 21 acting credits to his name. <laughs> I will say, spoiler alert: mm. he reappears as a completely different character in Angel. Oh. Is he bald? He's bald. <gasps> I told. I fucking knew it. I fucking Holy. knew it. Shit. I am. Good spot. Uh, Interesting. Wig watch. We're starting wig, wig watch. We've already got jump watch. Hashtag wig Starting watch. wig watch, baby. But Let's that was go. not my name, that minor character. I'm just putting it out there. No, it was no. Close. There was a mini mini. It was a mini 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 mini. mini, mini, mini. It's a wig watch. It was a wig watch. It's a wig watch. It's another segment. Yeah, it's a completely a different segment. segment. Yeah, 100%. Catch up. 100%. Uh, so while they're getting ready for the frat party, they decide to paint a symbol on the floor. Always a good option. Just get an old random book. And in Sunnydale, what's the worst that can happen, right? And look, it would have been... drop of blood. I know, it would have been yeah, fine, except that exactly. bloody Oz Dang. felt a disturbance in the force and cut, cut himself trying to fix it. <laughs> I like that as an addition. Like, I think I would have been a little more annoyed if, like, any time you copied a symbol out of a book, this shit could happen. I like the addition yeah. of a blood sacrifice. Yeah. And that it wasn't... The, the sacrifice wasn't finished, right? So yeah. that was the start of the sacrifice. Yeah. That got it going. But then there was obviously more to it to, to kind of, like, finish the job. Yeah. And that's mm. why he was doing what he was doing, because he was trying to get the sacrifice finished, basically. Yeah. The, the ritual, sorry, finished. I mean, so we um, see the, like, rubber spider quickly become a real spider at the end yes. of the scene. So, Chris, were you like, okay, I see what's going on here. Yeah, were you immediately? I, I was in. I was yeah. in from the get-go. Yeah. I'm like, I love this. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Because, like, last Halloween episode, the costumes become yeah, real. Now yeah. it's like all the other bits become real. It's, you know, it's nice. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, so, let's go back to Xander's basement. Because okay. I'm okay. so curious... What Chris is feeling about Anya returning again. <laughs> Guys, I'm warming up to Anya. Yes! I'm warming up to... She's kind of cute. Like, yeah. act, you know, super I, cute. She is so like, cute. Emma Caulfield, shout out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, this is my favorite Xander yet as well. She brings yes. out the best in Xander. She He's brings out over the his best head. in Xander. Yeah, yeah, he needed an Anya for sure. He needs an Anya. Yeah. He needs I mean, a, he's just powerless. He's 
scrambling. So cute. I mean, she's all like, I was just telling you what you wanted to hear. And he's all like, well, I'm not sorry you're here. And she's all like, really? They're just really cute. I love it. I love everything Kind of cute. Kind of really cute. Yeah, because she's she's got that same, I guess, like blunt honesty that we had from Cordelia, which we talked about how like Anya could sort of fill a missing Cordelia hole. But in terms of like the Anya-Xander dynamic, it's better than the Cordelia-Xander dynamic. Much better. Much better. And because she's... I can't imagine her sticking around much longer. I don't know. You know, she's this kind of new human, so it's interesting. But Mm. yes, Mm. it will be very interesting to see what happens from here. Mm. It's been nice. But yes, so they had a little moment where they were like, are we dating? And he was like, I guess. So yeah, we'll see. I mean, let's be honest. A lot of uh, Xander's previous partners have not lasted long. Yeah. No, that is true. Yeah. That is true. Um, Buffy goes to class. Miss Walsh. Professor Walsh. So, sorry, Professor Professor prof, yeah. Professor Walsh. Yeah. Hey, That's a bit of a bitch. mouthful, isn't it? Professor Walsh. <laughs> oh, a lot of S's in there. Professor Walsh. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. That's hard to say. Yeah. Yeah. So she's uh she's back. she is she's hardcore. She's pretty hardcore. Yeah. And I like the little yeah. the foil that Riley plays to her. Yeah. This Riley guy, you know, he's all like he's a bit like, you know, I'm the nice cop, she's the bad cop kind of thing. I don't oh, know about this Riley it. guy. Not into it? Yeah, fair enough. I don't know about him. Yeah? I guess like a... This is what I wrote down. Yeah? <laughs> Go on. I wrote down, I reckon he's a secret spy. Ooh! So like, with all these, like, gun guys. I think... I reckon he's in oh, with the really? gun guys. He's a gun guy! I reckon he's in with I the gun guys. there's another, like, 90s rom-com movie where the same actor plays, like, a secret... Spy. I think he's in like the Secret what? Service. Guy, Ma- Ma- typecast Ma- maybe. Lucas. Yeah, yeah. He's in a. Um... Lucas. Lucas. He's Ma- in. Oh, Lucas. It's not. Oh, it's not what a girl wants or whatever. But it's one of those ones where I think it's like. Ah, uh, it might be like the first daughter or something with um. Oh, American. The American general or the general's daughter. No? I think it's like called for, I think it's called what's her name? What's her name? Amanda Bynes? No, no, no. Amanda <laughs> Bynes is in What a Girl Wants. Uh, and um, this one, what's her name from fucking Dawson's Creek? <laughs> oh, Katie Joey. Holmes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Katie, Katie Holmes. Holmes. Katie Holmes. I think I'm pretty sure Katie Holmes plays like the president's daughter in some 90s rom-com with this, this guy. Rings a bell. Her, That's like, ringing a bell. As her like secret service agent. Yep, that is ringing a bell. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's typecast <laughs> then. Clearly, Chris is right. Chris is on Seriously. it. Yeah. Spy. <laughs> All right. Note it down, More guys. Aggressive. Chris yeah. Yeah, hot takes. Riley is a spy. Let's put it in the bank. He seems to like a nice guy country bumpkin, you know? Exactly. Just like exactly wholesome, what he wants you to think. wholesome cornfield kind of guy. He's such a like Clark Kent. Oh, he's such a Clark Kent who also had a secret identity. So in this spy scenario, is he like operating, like is he like the, the leader of the oh, spies? Yeah. Or is he just like no. a pleb? He's, a, he's like a higher up pleb. Okay. He's have, like... A and who pleb. who is the leader? Think think Mayor's assistant. So he's not yeah. like a henchman, oh. but he's just he's sort of in the mix okay. a little bit. He's an bit. Allen. He's the Allen. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. I so do you, do you think we've met the head yet or is the head still to come? No, we don't know the head yet. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Good. Because I reckon she thinks it's Professor Walsh. Professor Walsh. Oh, yeah. And they're just okay, so that she's a really good professor. <gasps> She's, she's just, just a really, really good really professor. She's a professor. Yeah. I'm doing it now. <laughs> professor. Um, so Professor Walsh will end up being like that sweet chemistry scientist guy. Yeah. And like she thinks, mm. like, oh, I reckon it's Professor Walsh. I need to, you know, catch you in a stake around. And just turns out she's like a normal person. Yeah. A little nice. lonely. Nice. And so if you know. Riley's a, like a secret spy person, then like are a whole bunch of other college people also secret spies? Yeah. Like, are they all question. just like embedded in all the classes? 
Or is no, I think no. it's just a Riley thing. Yeah, okay. just a Riley. He's just, Riley. Riley. He's just like, like the. Nice. Maybe yes. Parker too. Maybe Parker's in it as well. <gasps> oh. Maybe, maybe that one I'm not sure about, but Riley definitely. Interesting. Nah, oh my gosh. Parker could be. He's too. Like we just don't want to see him again, right? No, I don't, I don't want, want to, I see, don't him want to see him again. Although if he turns out to be evil, like if these gun guys are evil, ah, oh, if Buffy gets to kill him, yeah, 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 I could get amongst them. Yeah, mm. good. All maybe right. next episode. Next episode. Yeah, I'm liking. Oh God, I love your predictions, Chris. They're so yeah. good. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, so, um, oh, I actually did the, I did the, I did the, um, Xander bit, the Oz shaky blood bit, bit too early, but that's, that's happening now. That's fine. Um, and then we go to one of my favorite scenes this episode, Joyce and Buffy. This This is is one of your favorite scenes this episode. I literally was tearing up this entire I think this is the, one of the weakest scene. scenes this I episode. I don't know why. I just really related to this moment when Buffy was all like, you know, that I, I just don't want to let anyone in anymore. And jo- So here's the thing. Here's who I really related to. Joyce. Yeah. I'm such a mum now. Like, I was literally having all the feels on Joyce. I was like, yes, this is me. I feel this. I get it. I understand. Oh, um... And I was like, I was just like, I get this idea of being gun shy and not wanting to open yourself up again. Like, I was just really, I was really, I was really with Joyce on that journey. Yeah, I had. Cool. <laughs> I'm I not, I'm Able? not there. Like, I'm not, in, I'm, I'm not in the mum headspace. So I forgot about this thing. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. It's all right. It just felt like they were like jumping around topics. Like Buffy just brings up the dad out of nowhere. It's like, why are we but talking like, about They do have the to kind dad. of remember that she has a dad that is yeah. not there anymore. Well, no, because it was it was kind of part of the broader story of Buffy now feeling like every man exactly, she including falls her dad for or has any feelings for leaves her. So she's like, okay, well, I'm done letting anybody in. He was part yeah. of the story, the broader story for her of men just constantly disappointing her. Yeah. yeah, and then the whole like, oh, the divorce isn't your fault. It's like a cliche. Yeah, that was yeah. that was that was cliched. I will say that was yeah. Cliched, yeah. But well, I feel like in some of like the flashbacks, like in the earlier scenes when we learn about how they got divorced and everything, like Buffy definitely always thought it was her fault. Mm. Like there was a whole thing. Um, yeah, I kind of like. I think I just like would prefer that. I don't know. Buffy didn't have hang up <laughs> but it's alright fair enough fair enough that's fine we just fine. got over a we'll problem just, quicker that's we'll fine. move past it we'll it, move past no, it's, it it's sweet though it was just sweet. more it was honestly more for me like yeah. I just was like I just had this real wow moment of feeling so connected to Joyce and I was just like man I feel like I've never really thought about Joyce when I've watched this show before at yeah. all she's just like this annoying mum and I just didn't really relate to her at all yeah. and now I'm like so yeah. relating whereas yeah. I like I did like them sort of digging into like why she's so hung up on this Parker thing and like all mm. her like kind of like her issues mm. with it all but again yeah. I'm just I'm still just like frustrated that she's hung up on Parker the whole time but I get it like they're writing in a reason and it's like yeah. okay yeah it's part of the story of yeah her. it's yeah. part yeah, of the yeah, character yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. and it is easy to forget that she actually does have a dad yeah. somewhere that's just completely so. abandoned her and I mean like they kind of gloss over it but that is actually really shitty. Like, she oh, has yeah. literally this dad sad, who yeah. she never sees. He just basically abandoned her yeah. and just, mm. like, it's it's actually really shit. Yeah. Um, and and ha- she just like, kind of has happens. that going on underneath her at all times. Did, yeah. Hold on. Did the dad abandon her or did the writers abandon him? That's what we need to really... <laughs> You've blown this wide open, Chris. But yeah, blown it wide open. <laughs> 
They were just like, honestly, we either need to have a dad or not have a dad because we, have we can't Giles. have him it's popping enough. in and out. It's we enough. don't need to. Exactly. She needed Giles to be her father figure, yeah. so she needed to not have a dad. But That's I kind of I kind of like her having this like dad abandoning her chip on her shoulder as opposed to like tragic dad died backstory yeah me too like this is better it's better it is it's more meaty as on as an emotional you know place yeah um so we go to the party and uh the bald wig guy is (laughs) leading a girl around the party sticking her hand in different bowls telling her Mm -hmm. different things and he sticks her hand in a bowl of peeled grapes and tells her it's eyeballs and then she opens her eyes and it is eyeballs. <gasps> Love that Who's reveal. peeling all these grapes? Because it's, <laughs> it's such a thing. Like it comes up in it's movies so... all the time. I'm curious how many people in America can be bothered peeling an entire bowl of grapes. Ma- and if there's any... Grapes are easy to peel over there or something? Well, look, if anybody is listening to the show and has peeled grapes for a Halloween party, can you please tell us how long it takes to peel a single grape? And then, like, Seriously. how long you've spent peeling like grapes for a Halloween party. I to peel a grape. It yes. is not easy. I'll, I'll not peel easy. grapes when I'm eating them. If I'm eating, like, a bowl of grapes, I'll, like, sort of peel some as I'm, like, eating them. Maybe there's, like, a trick to it. Like, maybe you could, yeah. like, you know, maybe put you them in cold water or, yeah, or boil like, them yeah. or something. Uh, yeah, like a tomato. Yeah, like a tomato. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know, I made raisins recently. Cool. Do you have to No, I slow cooked them in oh. the oven for five hours on a hundred, and I made the most delicious raisins. So they were better than the average mm-hmm. raisin, because I feel mm-hmm. like store bought raisins are pretty good. No, they were better. Which one's a raisin? What is a raisin? I mean, it's just a bigger sultana. Okay. It's the same sort of thing, essentially. Like a date or something? No, wait, a no, raisin's no, a smaller a s- sultana. No, currants are smaller sultanas. Oh. Raisins are big. And they're much juicier than a regular sultana. I feel like if I buy a box that says raisins at the supermarket, they must actually be currants because they're really small. Or okay. maybe they're sultanas. Maybe they're sultanas. I don't really yeah. buy these things. Okay. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> anyway. Maybe you can pre-buy peeled grapes in America, like in Halloween no season. Way. It like shows up in the stores. They're like, here's your packet of peeled yeah. grapes for your parties. Ugh. I'm seeing it. I'm picturing that. <laughs> I like it. I'm, I'm there for that. Okay. So Buffy is waiting for the party. Xander shows up. He's James Bond. I like it. Justin came. Shit, nah, shit costume. <laughs> shit P- costume. Piss costume. Almost as bad as God. God's the worst costume. No, I love it. Punch. Loved it. This is one of my favorite. Zero effort. It's, but like, because he's with Joan of Arc and her close relationship with God. It's so good. And she's so... so- She's so pleased with herself, though. Like, that's my favorite part. Oh, Such a tenuous link. How pleased she is it's, with herself. Oz is the type of guy that would rock up to a party saying, oh, I'm dressed as me. Ha ha. You know, yeah, it's fuck off. I, I did What's that effort at a party in? recently. Guys, I've just skipped over something important, and I'm going to tell you why it's important, because I've literally okay. just decided that this person <laughs> is my name, that minor character. I've just changed. I've changed. I've changed. God? Is God your name, that minor character? Is that no, what we're doing here? No, no. So... <laughs> Let's cut back a scene. Willow. Why, girl? Willow is on the phone to Oz. Okay. And she's just chatting to him about, like, let's make this a really nice night for Buffy. Um, Buffy. Yeah. And then she goes out and she goes through the hallway. She starts walking through the hallway. And then oh. cut to lobster guy and present girl <laughs> oh, having a deep and meaningful yeah. about their relationship. <laughs> I need love this. Guys, it's time to name that minor character. Oh name that minor character. <laughs> rock lobster. A rock lobster. We need to change because the music for this episode to just play. I knew lobster. you'd be all over this. <laughs> I love this scene so much. <laughs> These two are a crack up. They're just having this total domestic dressed as a lobster. 
lobster in a present. It's it's just so Halloween and I freaking love it. So that, guys, was this guy's first ever credit. Wow. Buffy the Vampire Slayer as Lobster Boy. Thank you very much. He nailed it. Adam Grimes, who Adam has Grimes. 45 Grimes. credits to his name. And he was, after Buffy, he was in uh, The O.C. for three episodes. He played a character called Norland, which is just such an O.C. name. Such an O.C. name. He played Petty Officer Randy Wilkes in an episode of Jag. Okay. He played Lokesh in two episodes of Star Trek Enterprise. Wow. Yeah. I mean. It's always these same shows every time. It's always the same. He was in an episode of Bones. Uh, he played a guy called Nick Hudson. He was in 14 episodes. He started to take off in 2008, guys. 14 episodes of General Hospital Night Shift. Wow. The spin-off of General Hospital. Wow. <laughs> Dr. Kyle Julian. Wow. Then okay. he was in 2009 to 2011. He was in seven episodes of a TV series called L.A. Ice as Sergeant Luke Lenny Stratton. Isn't that the Vaguely. knockoff cola yeah, brand? Yeah, yeah, There was a whole bunch of L.A. Black and gold. Ice stuff happening for a while. Cola. And I feel like I remember this movie in 2011 called Dead Man's Party. I'm pretty sure I remember no, that. You don't. I do. <laughs> no one remembers that. 100. No one remembers that. Anyway, he played a character. Grimes doesn't Zach. remember that. Grimes it's... doesn't remember. He's no. over. He's over it. Uh, and uh, more recently, he was in House of Lies, the TV show, for two yes. episodes. In one episode, he played Babyface Mahoney, and then in the other episode, he played Groom. Two completely different characters because one was in 2012, one was in 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, then in 2015, he was in seven episodes of Social Medium, that high-quality TV series that we've all heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yep. Yeah. And then most recently, he was the voice of Fishmonger in the Return to Monkey Island video game this year. A uh, good friend of mine, Stuart Owen, obsessed with the Monkey Island really? video games. Yeah. Obsessed. Well, there you go. You can let he him know. He loves them. You can let him there know. You go. Last year, so- he was... Oh, sorry. But no more lobsters. No more lobsters. He's never been a lobster again. Wow. That was his last lobster. Lobster. Well, you know. What a launching board for his career. Ooh, right? I mean, he's I can't really imagine without the red face paint. To be he's honest. taken off. He's just absolutely yeah. taken off. He's actually quite attractive, to be honest with you. I'm surprised he's you know not taken off more. What's his name? Adam Grimes. Oh, he was also in the Last Exorcism in 2010. He played Daniel Moskowitz, and he was in. A TV, a movie called 2010 Moby Dick. Obviously, oh, okay. in 2010. He Look, is quite good he looking. Was Lieutenant Commander Starbuck, right? Yes. And that's. Oh, who is who is Adam Grimes dating? It's a website that's popped up. Who's uh-huh. Adam Grimes dating? He's <laughs> um, possibly single. Oh, girls, get amongst it. <laughs> okay. Ladies, possibly, you know you want single. it. <laughs> though, though, he is a Gemini, so. I mean... Yeah. Move with caution. I'm partner to a Gemini. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, a Gemini Taurus cusp. So, you know. This means yeah, yeah. nothing to me. <laughs> uh, so that's this week's name. That one, a character that I literally just decided three seconds ago. I love well, it. Yep. I love it. Perfect. Three yes. minutes ago when I started this. <laughs> I've never done that before. Changed halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I've started to realise about um, mm. just just um, people mentioning horoscopes and star signs? Yeah. 
I think it it took me a long time to realize that when people say like, oh, they're like they're a Gemini or a Sagittarius or something, I thought it was kind of just, I think, and sometimes it is like, sometimes it's just a joke that like, oh, they're a insert whatever star sign. But I'm starting to realize that sometimes when people say it, they're actually referring to specific traits that belong to that star sign as opposed to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I thought it was just like a joke, like, oh, they're a, and then like. You just name yeah. the star sign and like that's it. No. Yeah. No, no, I, like no. I am a hundred percent an Aquarius. Like, like I don't know what that means. So much. Yeah. It's like age of Aquarius, sort of, you know. Like I'm really like I'm I'm really creative. I'm really like head in the sky. I don't like to be tied down to stuff. Right. Like it's I get really itchy. So what's a Taurus? Um, like a Taurus is stubborn. Taurus are the worst. What? So they're, they're the really worst. stubborn. They're a bull. Are you, are you a Taurus? Taurus? No. You're a Taurus. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> and so, the, and a Gemini is the twin. So they've got two quite distinct yeah. personalities oh, within themselves. The, the, the two faced. Wow. Yes. Not two faced. I'm, I'm with the Gemini as well. Is, actually, is not is not like I think two faced is wrong, but it's more like because the, the connotation to two faced is that they're yeah, kind of like yeah. they say one thing and mean another, but that's not me, it. Me. They are genuinely like they have these two different complete personas. That's a part of them. Megan, I'm also dating a Gemini. Let me tell you, two faced. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Mabel. Uh, <laughs> everyone's been saying her entire life, "Oh, she's such a yeah. Taurus." Yeah, she's been thinking it's a joke. Would actually, it's a complete dig. Oh my god, total! You are such a Taurus. I actually don't think you are, but I've never. I would never would have thought of you as a Taurus. Yeah, yeah. It's like, so, like, because I'm I'm Mabel, right? I and yes. I was born on the last day of April. So if I was born one day later, I would have been a Mabel. Oh, a Mabel. Amazing! Right? Wow! Anyway. Wow, that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Anyway, back that's to enough. The <laughs> back to the episode. That was a nice little. Destiny. Yeah. I'm sorry. I loved this moment with the God thing. I thought like Willow uh, was all like, I'm, she's got that close favorite. relationship I with God. I think back to this episode, and I think it's like the best costume little thing ever. Her Chris face. Hayford. She's so proud of herself when she's all like her close relationship to and God. Oh, because she just like flashes. My flashes name is like, God sticker. Right. It's great. Then why does he dress up as God? You know, I just hate these people would go zero effort on these like sort of theme parties you know it only works with willow's costume yeah like it's not that's why why doesn't he dress up as god you dress up as god and it's like oh and And i think it's also he's not going in a white robe yeah i think it's more in line with probably like what his own beliefs around religion might be like i can see him being sort of like into agnosticism and like yeah definitely yeah not believing that god is necessarily a man in a white robe you Mm -hmm. know yeah yeah True. I also love that Buffy's got weapons in her basket. Very on brand. Yeah. Very on brand. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they start moving off to the fraternity house and uh, Buffy and the gang run into, I mean, I'm assuming Riley at this point with guns oh, blazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember they bump into the, the yeah, guns guys? Oh, yeah. Like yeah, into yeah, the, yeah, the gun guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need a better. They're really taking their time on this one, we aren't need, they? We, they need a better yeah, name. Yeah, they are. They need a better really... name than the gun guys, you know? We need I actually... like, a way to refer to them. <laughs> How long are we going to have to wait before we get a reveal on that, Mabel? I actually can't remember. Oh, that's a good it's, question, actually. It's not next episode, is it? Because you've watched next episode. No. No. What's I next think, episode? Um, what's it called? It's the... Um, oh, Beer it. Bad. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, great. I love that episode. I used to hate it, but I love it now. Anyway, anyway. they walk in to the party um, and Anya's going to meet them there because she's having trouble finding a scary costume. Um, and ev- and you cut to the party, and this is a great 
scene, right? Where it's like everything's really frenetic and everybody's screaming and there's that like flash of Go that on. girl on the couch where she's lying and then she looks up at the camera like it was just like flash, flash. It was a really mm. cool, it was really well done, I thought, that yeah. moment. Yeah. Really chaotic. Yeah. You get the sense that things are bad. And so then like um, wig guy is running, screaming, freaking out, falls down the stairs, goodbye, snapped neck. Do we think he died for real? Is he gone? Like, there's never a callback yeah, in that. It's never like a, holy shit, that dude died and we should, like, next episode, maybe, maybe, like... I don't know how many people died in this haunted house. Like, how many things stayed as reality versus, like, things being reverted once they, you know... Because it seemed like everything wasn't really real. It was just, like, pretend real. And so, like, but he really fell down those stairs. Yeah, but, if, yeah, mm. if, 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 like, if he, yeah, properly fell as a result of all, like, the, the non-real stuff, like, that would yes. still be a real fall and he would really I know. Die. I, I will never know. Yeah. I always I always wonder whether he died for real. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe his wig took the brunt of the force. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. And so then, and then, just as he breaks his neck, we hear, Release me! Mm. Which is very haunted house. Yeah. It is. It yeah. truly is. Yeah. Love it. So in they go to the haunted house. And I got to say, super relatable. I am 100% Willow walking through a cobweb. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, was, yeah. No, uh, fair enough. Everybody. I don't think I yeah. don't think anybody walks through a cobweb Ugh, in this cool yeah. karma collected. <laughs> Especially knowing <laughs> that, like... Um, you know, it's it was probably at one point a fake cobweb, but was then very mm. much turned into a real cobweb. Um, because, like, Yuck. maybe a fake cobweb, I could like it would still be annoying to get off, but like it's a whole different yeah. story. Yeah. Yes, it is. So they're wandering around, getting lost, can't find where the party is. Uh, they come across a room filled with um, bats. Oh yeah. Bad. This is bad CGI. That's a freaky. But this is bad CGI. Bad. Oh, look. You gotta watch this the DVD. Little... You gotta watch look, the look, DVD. Look. In yeah, some right. shots, they look practical. There's like yeah. two shots they sort of splice together. Yeah. One's CG, one they yeah. look practical. The practical look one looks way better. Yeah. I don't know why that is. But even the like the the, the the zoom up to the ceiling, mm. and it's just so clearly footage from somewhere else. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. haven't tried to make it look like these bats are roosting in that house. To both you know? of you and to our listeners, I'm just gonna keep plugging the DVD. Version. Watch the DVDs. Is, yeah, you're right. It's great. None of these yeah. things were issues for me. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> And yeah, turns out the uh, bat is rubber, and then the gang suddenly hears, Release me! Mm. This dude sounds scary. Uh, then Anya arrives. Yeah. In Dressed a cute little bunny outfit. A scary mm-hmm. bunny outfit. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Bunnies are scary, Chris. Are scary. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. <laughs> She's pretty switched on, though. She puts it all together pretty quick. Yeah. Very quick. I mean, she was a demon. For, like, a thousand years Still, or whatever. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was her first rodeo. But there's no door. No yeah. front door. Um, so, back to the gang. They find Chaz, who was going to be my Name That Money character, oh, yeah. but he's literally got 21 credits to his name and stopped Lobster acting Boy years ago. Lobster Boy was way better. Lobster Boy was way better. And he, in all seriousness... The closet opens and he says, it's alive. It's alive. Oh, yeah. Call back to Giles going, he's silly. It's alive. And then we get that line again. As interesting. It's alive. It's alive. It was good. I'd never put that together before, but I think that was very deliberate. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, kudos. Nice, I yeah. like it. Yeah, I thought it was worth mentioning. Yeah. yeah. And sure enough, a skeleton attacks Buffy from behind and looks very alive, only to then turn fake again. I mm. fucking hate the skeleton guy with the knife this whole episode. He's so <laughs> creepy. I hate him. It's creepy. In like, it's I mean, creepy. good job. I just, I hated it. It's creepy. It's pretty it creepy. creepy. Yeah. Um, so Anya goes to get Giles. I mean, good on her. Yeah, for yeah. Even, how does she even know where Giles lives? Oh, no, that's right. She came to find Xander that other time at Giles' place. Yes. Um, She's been invited over. Yes. Um, and is only concerned about Xander, which I love. Yeah. I love this for her. She's yeah. just like, we need to save Xander. <laughs> Fun little duo, though. You know, Giles and Anya don't really spend I know much time cute. together, do they? Yeah, that's a, that's a cute little Yeah, moment. it'd be good to see some more Giles and Anya action. Um, Xander is now invisible to the gang, which is clearly his biggest fear. Yeah, I was thinking, I, how, I wrote down, how long did it take Chris to figure out Xander was invisible? <laughs> oh, I like, as long as it took Xander. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it yeah. took me a while. I love it. It's done so, it's, it's a great rewatch episode for that reason, even just like seeing how they start it. I think it's a rewatchable episode, just mm. as, as it, it is. Has a like, whole it's just that bit's really yeah. delightful to rewatch. I think because yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you know, yeah. it's like oh, it was from this early on that he was invisible. You know. Yes. What were you oh, thinking so at this funny. moment, Chris? Yeah. Well, it sort of occurred to me. Yeah, that took me forever to yeah, figure yeah. out. But mm. that they're all their worst fears. It was actually yeah. their yeah. own personal fears come yes. through. Fears yes. So, That's such a nice touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unnecessary, but yeah. like, yeah, really Yeah, cool. so you've kind of got, you know, everybody questioning Buffy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Buffy and being questioning her leadership being and being abandoned mm-hmm. and yeah. being all alone. Willow And um, Xander being invisible to the gang because he just doesn't fit in with the crowd yeah. anymore. Yeah. Willow's magic Losing failing her. Magic. Failure, fear of failure. Fail, just generally failure. And then Oz turning into a werewolf. Yeah, yeah. losing yeah. to the werewolf. After, after we had control. just had that, con- like that control, nice yeah. conversation where we only just got that insight into Oz earlier in the episode mm. and then we see yeah. that manifest as a fear. Mm-hmm. It's very well done. Like, this is a good episode. It really is. It's a, it's a really good episode. Really it's a great app. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so everybody goes off and has their little moment. You know, Xander's all alone. Willow, Buffy's all alone. Oz is sitting in the bathtub. Not going to change. Not going to change. Willow's mm. spell starts to turn against her. How Maybe. cool did Oz look, by the way? Like, the black contacts. Yeah. Are, you know. Yeah. yeah. And then Buffy, so cool. Buffy falls into the basement. This is a good scene. I love it this is. moment. This guy, mm. like, wig, wig guy doing his all, like, you know, you'll always be alone. Yeah. You know, and yet you'll always keep fighting. It's good. It's good Well, because I've been watching mm. a lot of horror movies recently, just you know, just for fun, but also maybe a bit of Halloween and stuff. And, like, this mm. episode just is, is just, like, standalone, a good little mini, like, horror movie episode. Mm-hmm. And yep. and just the fact that they added all those extra elements to like like the emotional arcs of all the characters, they all like I'm glad they did. I think they could have gotten away with this being like an okay and still like a good episode without it. They just like took it to that next level because it was like really a yeah. good horror episode, but everything had all this extra <coughs> meaning as well. It was really yeah. good. I'm so impressed. I, I, I- I think some uh, some listeners will be with me on this. Uh, I, I play a bit of D&D with friends mm-hmm. on, the, on the side and stuff. And this really feels like a one-shot. It feels like a, this, this isolated little story. You know, characters' fears are explored and things. It feels like a dungeon. You're just like walking your way through a dungeon. The, the doors start changing. The windows start mm. changing. It feels very, very D&D. Mm, very cool. Very cool. Mm. And, you know, I think just generally, like, what you were saying, Mabel, there about the emotional stuff, like, 
you, you could have done this without that episode, yeah. without that in it. But it also could have felt really shoehorned in, mm. you know, and it didn't. It exactly. worked every single character's – and, you know, in a way that's why I think that Buffy-Joyce scene worked before because yeah. you really got that insight into Buffy's feelings of abandonment and so that helped to feed that part of her story. And so just generally it felt, you know, like at the beginning of the episode they really managed to kind of like um, – signpost the fears without saying, hey, we're telling everybody what everybody's fears yeah. are, but then you actually yeah. see those fears manifest and you're like, ah, oh, that's kind of already, like yeah. Xander talked about that at the beginning of the episode and Willow talked about her things at the beginning of the episode and Oz talked about his things at the beginning yeah. of the episode. We yeah. didn't realise that that's what they were doing until they actually then had those fears exposed yeah. and it was really well written. And I think yeah. that's the thing with like good TV and good movies and just like good film is you you really notice it when it's bad like when it is shoehorned mm. and you can feel mm-hmm. like oh they're trying to make me think this but it's not quite working and in good Buffy episodes and like good movies and stuff it's so seamless that yeah. you don't even realize the journey that they're taking you on like it's just mm-hmm. so seamless and that's when you yeah. know it's good because you don't even yeah. notice that they're doing it totally mm. Absolutely. Uh, so let's cut back to Giles and Anya as Giles cuts his way into the house. I'm going to make a Texas door. Texas Chainsaw Giles. <laughs> you expect, oh, no, 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 you expect no, no, no. some kind of spell, you know, go yes. into his bag, find some kind of voodoo shit, but no. Love it. Good. And while he's doing that, the gang are all coalescing on the goat room. Was it? called the goat room right at the beginning i feel like that came in halfway through and then i was just like why is it called the goat room I don't even, like I, yeah i just have written weird. here like the goat room question mark i don't know yeah okay i reckon yeah. we missed the okay, scene was cut out with like when xander and oz first got there <gasps> yeah there was like a, a massive goat up in the screen sure. or something like that, that yeah, let's cut that out yep yep yeah. I'm, I'm into it yep i see that um, so, uh, they're in there and they find the mark of Gaknar that Xander is like, oh, he was reading out of this book. They find the book. Giles and Anya come in. <laughs> Giles starts reading what needs to be done to destroy Gaknar and is halfway through a sentence. <laughs> destroying the mark of Gaknar. Buffy, cute Buffy going and destroying yeah. the mark of Gaknar. Will not do it and will in fact bring the demon forth. I just love it. I love it. <laughs> It's good. It's a good payoff. Um, (laughs) Yeah. The note I have. So going back to season three, episode seven, Revelation. Oh, okay. And this is just like a tiny thing. But I think since I remembered that we we said in this episode we were talking about again, it's when we had Gwendolyn Post. Remember her, Chris? Oh, yes. The like. um, Tafreen. (laughs) Tafreen. The like evil watcher lady from, from the council. She stole the glove of Minigon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then stuck it on her hand and, and got lightning and then put very... her hand cut off and then died. Yeah. Yeah. Evil lady. Anyway, we were, she was making fun of the, she was making fun of the gang for always skipping to the pictures in books and stuff, which was, the, which was very tongue in cheek because we always talked about how they always just opened a book and flipped to it and like all their research was yeah. really lazy. Yeah. And so she was calling out Giles for only reading the pictures because I think there was something to do with the demon in that one where... Um, yeah, she was all like, the pictures are nice, but one really must read the text yeah. or something. And I think yeah, me yeah. and I, we, we were thinking of this episode where like they missed the, the small text at the bottom of the this picture. The actual size. <laughs> <laughs> He's so little. Yep. <laughs> did what did you think in this moment? Like, were you with it where they like start revealing him and he's all like, you assume he's big, right? sinker. Yes. I, I was completely with it. I was completely Amazing. with it. I'm like, do we have enough time in this episode to destroy this massive demon guy? Like, I don't know. <laughs> but maybe maybe a plot hole because mm-hmm. like this. 
this little demon created this entire haunted house. Yeah. He's obviously very powerful. Mm. But he was powerful. This so often happens, right? Mm. They're powerful mm. when They're they... Like in their dimension. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And then he got put... And he was kind of like drawing power from his dimension while he was sort of halfway yeah. between the two. Whereas once he was like he was right. manifested was... into mm. our world, he was just like yeah. mini corporeal being. I'm happy with that explanation. Yeah. Good. I wrote this down. This might be my favorite episode ever. I really enjoyed it's this one. So it feels really good. rewatchable as well. It's, like it's, it's just really like good. I can imagine really coming back good. to it every Halloween, you know. Yes. Yeah, it is definitely one that you can just rewatch. And that's the thing, because it's kind of like this whole it's it's bookended really well. Yeah. yeah. So you can just watch this episode yeah. completely on its own. And a good first episode as well. A good mm-hmm. first yeah, Buffy true. episode. Mm. Yeah. You know? It's a good one to show someone and be like, jump this into, is Buffy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah I agree. Because there's not a lot of stuff that's not explained within the episode either you're not you don't have to do a lot of like backstory stuff to people to be like you have to know this and you have to know that before you watch this episode you know that's right yeah 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 that's it guys that's the end of the episode Dumpskins. Cool. So good. We kill the monster. Yeah. With, I mean, there's not much Squish. to say. Like, he's squished. Yeah. I mean, I really enjoy Xander taunting <laughs> the guy. <laughs> Don't taunt the fear demon. Why? Can it hurt you? No, it's just tacky. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yes, we're back at Giles's place, and that's when Giles realises that he should have read the, the Gaelic yeah. inscription. Actual size. Excellent. <laughs> it's great. Excellent. It's so great. Um, so, Death Count, this episode, two. Two, according to Wiki. Okay. Gaknar, squashed by Buffy, and Josh, who broke his neck falling down right. the stairs. So they're calling him dead. Yeah. But so they're no one else died. In the, okay, so it was just because he... So, it, so everything was fake, but he just happened to yep. fall down the stairs. Mm, I think that's right. I'm cool yeah. with that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because I think that's pretty much, you know... Yeah. Um... Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I just was just interested because uh, I just realized that in the pop culture references, the whole thing with the eyeballs, Rachel, their eyeballs, the reason why the words were said exactly like that, eyeballs, Rachel, their eyeballs, and then she reveals that mm. they're actually eyeballs. Because in The Lost Boys, you know that cult vampire yeah, film, yeah, yeah, The Lost yeah, yeah. Boys, he sa- the, the one character says to the other, maggots, Michael, you're eating maggots. How do they taste? And David, mm. the vampire, was actually creating an illusion to trick Michael into believing the rice he was eating was actually maggots. Mm. And so that was actually kind of a callback to that scene, yeah. which I didn't pick up on. I thought, yeah, because I haven't watched The Lost Boys in ages, but like whenever I watch that scene, it feels very referential. <laughs> Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So there you go. Um, So, Chris, Mm -hmm. tell us your favourite quote. Um, So I have seen this episode twice now. I watched it a few months ago and then again again yesterday. Uh, And this line really hit me for six. I had another one written down I was going to use, but this one just just smacked me. Uh, It was Anya and Xander. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, and Anya sort of comes down to the basement. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, your Uncle Rory let me in. Does he always smell like peppermint? The man does love his schnapps. <laughs> it's just a real left turn. Uh, yeah. This is great good. dialogue in this episode. Again, so like much. as an ex- as, like speaking of as an example to introduce people to Buffy, like it really mm. ticks all the boxes. All the boxes. It's it does. really good. Um, so I'm going to acknowledge that all of the dialogue is great and there are many lines that I liked. I'm I'm really worried as it's going to be the same. No, no, no. I don't think it is. I just, I I was always going to go with a different line because I was like, this, this line is almost like not even deserving. It's, it's almost just like punny, but I, I, it gets me Uh, every time. It's going to be the same. (laughs) Go Mabel. Me Cassio. Su Cassio. (laughs) That's mine. 
I should have known that it, that's such a tacky line. I mean, that's what? such a mean line. What so, does it even happen? So when Oz is fixing the speakers, or rather when yeah. he goes there to take the speakers, yeah, the fat guys are like, oh, thanks for lending us your gear, man. And he's all like, me Casio es su Casio. <laughs> I don't even get it. It's a Casio. Mi casa es su casa. Oh, yeah, mi casa es su casa, but like... So your yeah. house is my house, but it's a Casio speaker. So mi Casio uh. es su Casio. Your, my speaker is your speaker. I oh. love it. Come on, that's funny. <laughs> I feel almost like a little ashamed that that was... You should be. Speaker. You should be. Oh, see, that's why that was totally my quote. <laughs> I should have left it to you. you I should have left it to you. <laughs> that's a classic Megan quote yeah, right there. Right. Yeah, it is. Right. It really is. <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, I can't think of another one. I'm just going to stay with it. It's so good. It deserves two wins, frankly. It was that good. Disgusting. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Chris, what won the episode for you? We might all be on the same uh, on the same boat here. The writing. Mm. The writing, like, like we said, like this, the individual lines are really good, but just it's just a well-told story. A yeah. really interesting, like... Because it's sort of the two different ways of writing. There's the story itself, and then there's the lines, and they just work really well in tandem. Yeah. Awesome episode. The writing so me. good. Yeah, so good. I don't like mm. the whole episode is just so good f- from like all aspects. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of something that's not just like the whole episode wins it. Like I'm trying. I'm trying to just like pick something that really stands out. Um. I think okay, like I was, I was gonna try and find something more specific, but I think I'm gonna go with um, everyone's like individual fears, like oh yeah, captured it. I think that was a really cool mm. touch, like Oz, Xander, Buffy, and yep. Willow each having like that very distinct fear that came out. I think that was a really cool touch. Yep, I agree. Mm. I'm just going to go with something completely random yeah. because I just think it's great. Yeah. Just Giles and his love of Halloween. <laughs> it's just so great. It's so unexpected. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. love it. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I love that for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lovely. Um, I've just read a goof that I want to share um, okay. that's in this episode. So Buffy tells Riley that the notion that Halloween is a night when the ghosts and goblins come out is a misnomer. And a misnomer is an inaccurate name or misuse of a name. Yeah. So she's actually completely used the wrong word there. Yeah. It's actually that it, that it was a misconception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. So great writing, except for that. <laughs> fair. Good call. Fair, fair, fair. Uh, yeah. That's the episode. That's it, guys. Great app. Yeah. Great. And great. I mean, did, we're under like under an hour. Yeah. <laughs> for now. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So that was um yeah. yes. So where, where can we find you, Chris? Um, Chris Slip. I'm um, on on uh, Instagram and that sort of thing. And uh, Chris Ceremonies. I'll marry you as well. So uh, nice. go check that out. Yeah, yeah. Good. Um, you Mabel? you can find my other podcast, Sex Ed and Chill, on um yeah on Instagram or whatever. But um. Mainly just follow us. Follow us, <laughs> Buffy, yes. at Buffy Straya on most of the things. And we have a, the yeah, on, on, on all the main socials. And, uh, and if, <laughs> all you, the important and if you haven't already, you can check out our Patreon. Yes. Oh, that's right. Because yes. we are going to keep recording Angel. Yes. That's right. Every other week yes. we're doing Angel. Five bucks, I think. Yep. You can, yeah. Yeah. And, and listen then you listen get to a it. whole extra podcast out of us on the off weeks. Whoop, whoop. 
Hell yeah. So if you want to know yeah. about season one, episode four, Angel, that'll be out next week on Patreon. And yes. it's a good one. It is. It's a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. It's a good one. Can, can recommend. Yeah. 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 All right. Cool. Bye, oh, guys. Yeah. See you later. Bye. I just, I'm only writing things down that are actually even remotely interesting anymore. I'm not writing down every inane yeah. thought I have. Yeah. Which I, I think yeah. is like, it's growth, guys. That's growth for me. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> for um, all of us.